Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Please contact your account representative for more information on these risks. Past performance is not indicative of future results. and other stuff, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Grain Markets and Other Stuff Podcast. Here's your host, Joe Baklovic. Hey everybody, welcome back to Grain Markets and Other Stuff. Thank you for joining me. It is Thursday, February 25th. It is mid-morning, about 10.40 a.m. Central Time. Thank you for coming back. Uh, for those of you guys listening on the podcast, thank you for listening. Remember, if you have not left me a review, um, I could really use some more reviews on the Apple Podcast app in particular. I'd really appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you hit that like button and make sure you subscribe to the channel if you have not already. That would really help me out in regard to YouTube, the way that their algorithms work, to help them to spread these videos out a little bit. I wanted to uh, just talk a little bit about this morning's export sales report. There was some interesting stuff in here. We're going to talk about old crop corn and soybean sales in particular. So I'm going to throw up on my screen here, first off, the uh, the soybean highlights. And this is my version here is off the news wires, but you can find this information for free um, on the USDA website. This is the weekly export sales report that comes out on Thursday mornings at 7.30 a.m. Central Time. So old crop soybean sales, net sales of about 168,000 for the 2021 marketing year, we're down 63% from the previous week and down 72% from the prior four-week average. Um, so not a good looking number. It was below expectations. Um, the markets did sell off right at 7.30 this morning when these numbers came out. Now, when you go down here in this report, uh, they break it down by country. Um, so who bought your C- CMY is current marketing year? Who bought this stuff? Um, the Netherlands bought some, Japan, Germany, Bangladesh, Spain. The stuff that I think is of interest to the market, or at least to me at least, and, and this will differ depending on who you talk to, are these negative numbers down here. You see unknown, minus 300,000. China, minus uh, almost 46,000. These are are cancellations, essentially. This unknown could very well be China. Uh, The one that says China obviously is China. So uh, this may have sparked some concern among traders that uh, maybe cancellations become a little bit more prevalent here. Uh, Maybe they occur a little bit more frequently uh, moving forward. Um, but you know, it, it should be noted that I believe China was on holiday last week and, and maybe that's why they weren't mentioned up here, but, but you did see some cancellations and nobody knows who this unknown is, but it could very well be China who has been our biggest soybean buyer, obviously. Now in the case of beans, it should be noted that we've already shipped like 85% of what we've sold, right? So this export program is not going to turn into a disaster by any means. But the hint of cancellations um, and, and, and this unknown deal in particular this morning, at least in my view, is, is perhaps a little bit of a red flag. When you go to the corn numbers, we've actually got some pretty similar stuff, maybe even a little bit worse in, in the grand scheme of things. Net sales of old crop corn, about 453000 That was a marketing year low, down 55% on the week and down 85% from the prior four-week average. I hope you guys can see at least um, a little bit of what I'm showing you on the screen here. I know it's a lot of text, but uh, so corn sales well below expectations. And you can see here for current marketing year, uh, your buyers on the week, Peru, Vietnam, Japan, Mexico, uh, Korea, Colombia. Then again, you go down to the bottom and you've got something real similar here in regard to these negative numbers. Unknown canceled uh, about 300,000. China canceled about 46. I think some of that was switched, but in any case, you've got some net reductions here. And I think uh, in terms of bushels, the numbers are what, like, was it 12 or 13 million bushels for uh, 
12 or 13 million bushels of beans, net reductions, um, 14 uh, million bushels of corn. And, and we still had positive numbers in terms of export sales for the week. They were just a lot weaker than what people had thought. But I think that the general fear here, or maybe the red flag, is that you've got some cancellations and that perhaps that's a trend that continues. I don't know where the market's going to end up today. Uh, we started lower. We've come back a little bit. And, and that's not my point. My point is that this is perhaps a red flag to some traders, perhaps a sign of things to come. I'm going to show you a couple of uh, price charts here. This is global corn. Um, this is the, well, not global. This is just the U.S., uh, Brazil, and Argentina uh, export prices. This red line at the top, the most expensive one is the U.S. Um, this yellow one, which is much cheaper, is Argentina. And then Brazil is the line where you, you don't see any price data at all up until June. And that's when that second corn crop uh, comes online, essentially, is that June-July time frame. Argentina doesn't have a ton of corn to export here, but um, they're going to be more competitive than us. And Brazil, once we get into early summer, is, is going to be more competitive, barring a weather issue. And of course, we've got a whole growing season to go with that second corn crop. So if you're, if you're going to see you know uh, reductions in export sales, based on this price data, it would not be surprising to me at all. In fact, I think that this is largely expected by the market. I don't think it should be a huge surprise to anybody that exports are going to slow down here um, in corn. And, and in corn, it may take a little bit longer than in beans because it's really when, when that Brazilian crop comes online in June, July, that uh, we're going to start to lose a lot of business. And it'll probably happen a little bit before that if we start to realize that, yes, indeed, Brazil will have a big corn crop, but uh, it'll happen a little bit later in corn than in beans. Now, when you look at beans, my chart here is just Brazil versus the U.S. Those are your two big exporters. And Brazil, even, even if, if China or anybody else is able to get their hands on, on Brazilian beans right now, they're going to be a lot cheaper than what the U.S. has to offer. The issue is that they've got a delayed harvest, so everything's going to be pushed back a couple of weeks. So it's really not until this like April period that a lot of Brazilian beans are going to be available. Um, the interesting thing, or not interesting, but I, I talked about this in the, in this morning's podcast, is that crushers in China are basically saying, like, you know, we may just shut down for two or three weeks rather than buy this these way more expensive and scarce soybeans out of the U.S. if they can even get their hands on them. So it shouldn't be a surprise at all that soybean export sales are are essentially going to grind to a halt here. I mean, they're, they're going to really slow down. More cancellations in larger quantities would not be surprising to me. But that doesn't mean that we don't still have a great export program because we do. As a matter of fact, I would say that most people who pay attention to these situations are probably aware of or, or expect uh, cancellations or sharp reductions in export sales as we move forward here, as the U.S. becomes less competitive in corn and less competitive in soybeans. So it's 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 not a matter of it was never a matter of of if it was always a matter of when for the most part. And a little bit of it depended on how big the South American crops would be. Looks like Brazil's going to have a record bean crop. Um, they're set up to have a good corn crop, but there's a lot of growing season left to go. I hope this was useful. Remember, if you guys need some more information from me, um, you can go to my website, which is www.standardgrain.com. Click on this uh, grain marketing plan button here in the upper right-hand corner. If you want to know what I'm doing every day of the week, uh, my morning email goes out at 6.30 a.m. Central Time. It'll make you aware of any overnight headline that's important, all my grain marketing recommendations, all sorts of interesting charts and information. Also, a text message service. Uh, this is billed to your credit card through PayPal automatically. You can cancel it at absolutely any time, so there's no other fee, no other obligation, no trading account required. Everyone have a uh, great day today. I'll talk to you on Friday morning. Mm -hmm.